Welcome to OceanFit's Onshore Podcast, where Andre Slade, that's me, meets the unordinary people of the open water swimming and water safety community onshore to talk about their adventures, lifestyle, and passion for the offshore. In this episode, I met up with the Peninsula Ocean Swimmers, a close-knit community of swimmers out of Yamina Beach on the Central Coast. It's Monday morning, we're at Yamina, beside the Yamina Surf Lifesaving Club. It's a beautiful morning, blue sky. I managed to swim this morning, which is great, thanks guys. Swam with the Peninsula Ocean Swimmers. Paul, you're going to be the starting spokesman. Sure. Well, Andre, <laughs> welcome. Uh, glad you could experience uh, a part of the world that we absolutely love. This is our fourth winter uh, swimming together. So the group sort of started with very, very small numbers, you know, three or four back in sort of towards spring 2016, just with a, a view to, you know, the, the idea of ocean swimming just resonated with a few of us. Some people had dabbled in it before, uh, and we had a view of sort of doing something to get ready for the Tawoon Bay Ocean Swim, which is an ocean swim sort of towards the northern end of the central coast here. And the group has uh, grown from there. Actually, just in the last week, we've put our 100th member on our WhatsApp group. And uh, actually, I mean, before we started down here, there was really nothing uh, happening at Yamina in terms of open water swimming. Terrigal is sort of the, seems to be the natural home of open water swimming uh, on the central coast. Terrigal, you know, is a beautiful bay, just like the bay we've got here. And it's, uh, you know, a regular ocean swimming haunt for lots and lots of people on the central coast, uh, but nothing at Yamina. And I think, you know, as you speak to people in this group, you find that so many are so thankful for the group that we have here, the community we have, uh, and being able to have a group like this so we can enjoy this, um, the beautiful bay and, and, and all those great things about open water swimming. And a lot of swimming groups tend to come out of surf ice having clubs or have a lot of surf club members, but this group's a little bit more diverse than that, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm surf life saving, so one of, one of the founding members here too. So, um, yeah, but some of that knowledge that, that you can bring into a group like this is really, really handy. But we've had people that have come from all walks of life that, you know, that have a passion or interest in swimming but aren't actually um, feel brave enough to go and do that and to have the support of a group like this is is amazing. And is it Broken Bay out here? Yeah. That's yep. a pretty unique spot, isn't it? I mean, swimming out there this morning, looking back, it feels like we're swimming in a, a natural playground in the middle of a national park, basically. I couldn't keep my head down because there was just so much more to see above the water than below. We are surrounded by, you know, actually, you know, when you're out in the middle there, you know, it is, you are sort of smack bang in the middle of the wild, you know, surrounded by Budai National Park, Brisbane Water National Park, Kuringai Chase National Park, you know, uh, you know, Lion Island. Um, it really is a beautiful bushland setting, really not far from, from Sydney. So what does the classic swim look like on any given day? Well, what I love, I'm Jeremy. Hi, um, welcome, Andre. Listen, I am um, so surprised that every single time that we go for a swim, there's something different. If it's not um, the the clarity of the water, the the clouds in the skies, the jellyfish, there's always something that's a little bit different. Um, you know, some days you'll wake up in bed and and it's raining, and you think, no, I'll just stay in my doona, and um, but you. You work through that, you come down, and it's 
the the conditions are you would think terrible with rain or wind or whatever, but it's always the best swim of your life um, because it's that the the changing of conditions that just make it interesting every time. You know, I agree. Yeah, for me, for me that's what makes it the most interesting is that like. You said, Jeremy, that you're in bed and it's raining and, it's, and I drive here and I think, what am I doing? And I'm like, it's pouring with rain, the wind wipers going, but as soon as I get into that ocean and I swim and afterwards I think, wow, what a good, great day, you know, start to my day. It's amazing. And it always just sets me up for the day, you know, mentally, physically, everything. It's just that kind of awe-inspiring connection with nature and body. So when we when we first started on Ray, we started uh, we have a can, you know, a boy which is about three hundred meters offshore, and you know that's always the starting point for our swims. Um, and then it's pretty much choose your own adventure, you know, by quick negotiation at that that first point, you know, whether it's uh, a swim down to uh, Ocean Beach further down the beach, uh, or whether it's um, a swim parallel to the beach in the other direction over towards Pearl Beach. Um, and lately what we've been doing a lot is what we did with you today, which is to swim out towards what we call the far can, uh, which is uh, a small can, which is another sort of 150, 200 metres offshore. Um, and it's, it's, it is a long way offshore. You know, lots of groups sort of tend to swim along the beach. We just often tend to swim out. Um, uh, but you get that beautiful sense of just being out and amongst it when you're that far offshore. Um, and, you know, as we said before, you get some beautiful views over to Pearl Beach and, um, yeah, we, uh, we really like swimming out to the far can. <laughs> that is quite unique about this swim, actually, and that's the first thing I thought. I was like, surely they'll just swim across the bay, but you just went straight out. <laughs> like, All right, that's, that's, that's unique. But, yeah, when, I mean, the further you got out, the more you felt just consumed by the ocean and as far away from and everything else. And the warmer else. it gets. And the warmer it gets. yeah. I did notice that. And I also felt like the uh, saltiness was a little bit less than some of the other beaches. And uh, mm. someone mentioned out there that might have been because the Hawkesbury's right there, feeding yeah. a little bit more fresh water. Could in. be the case. Yeah. So we're in Broken Bay here, but the northern beaches of Sydney are almost visible from here. Has anyone ever thought about swimming across? Oh, absolutely. In fact, we actually have swum across there down to uh, Station Beach, which is just on the other side of Palm Beach. Um, I think it's known as the Home and Away Beach as well too. Uh-huh. So we did that as a fundraiser for a Ocean Beach Surf Club member who went for a club swim and had a massive heart attack and drowned. And he has um, three children, one with autism. So our group decided we'd like to do something um, to to raise money for the family. So we, we planned the big swim for Dave, which was a 7.2 kilometre from Ocean Beach to Station Beach. Um, we had to put lots of protocols on, on board to make sure there were safety aspects for that as well too. And we had seven altogether, that's those eight altogether that swam. There was two that did the full distance of 7.2 kilometres and there were six of us that couldn't help ourselves and had to jump in and out of a dive boat and relay swim. It was a, an amazing day. We had to cancel the first planned swim because of the conditions, but the second week it was just absolutely stunning. Out in the middle of Broken Bay with the sun and, and the, the sea and Lion Island, you just can't get anything more spectacular than that. It was incredible. We actually raised seven and a half thousand dollars for the family. And Dave was a, a he was a local clubby, an ocean swimmer, and, and member of many other 
community groups? Absolutely, yeah. He was in with Walter Water Polo. He was just he was he was a man that wanted to be there for his kids, particularly having a child with autism. He really understood the importance of, of being there for his son particularly and, and the girls as well too. He got himself fit so that he could um, be there for them. But he had a heart condition and um, no matter how fit he was, he was an incredibly fit man. Um, he just powered out and, and just had a huge heart attack and just died doing something he absolutely loved. He, he was a minor blue swimmer. He had such a history of, of being involved in, in the community um, and that's why I think we were quite successful with our fundraising he was so well known and so loved. And it kind of tells you two things. One life's short and you've got to make the most of it and I think a lot of ocean swimming groups know that and especially the swimmers in them and two just how much of a sense of community these groups have in all these different communities G'day Kia ora. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about Ocean Fit Back in 2009 Ocean Fit started as an ocean swim school on the golden sands of Bondi Beach but now we've become so much more We deliver our world-leading training to hundreds of swimmers every summer on beaches throughout Australia, and thousands learn from our free educational resources online. Our Swim Scout directory, available on our website and app, will help you find a swim buddy, connect with social swimming groups, and discover swim events throughout the country. You can also participate in one of our events, escape with us on a wet and wild weekend, or immerse yourself on a boutique ocean swimming holiday at home or abroad. So what are you waiting for? Dive right in at oceanfit.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this episode and swim free. Can you tell me about the sense of community amongst this group and in the Umina Central Coast area? Yeah, I am... Really like that sense of community that we have here in the ocean and the peninsula ocean swimmers. It's um, it's great. I mean, it's lovely to go for a swim. It's even better to go for a swim with someone else, and it's even better to go for a swim with a, a, a larger group of people. It just um, makes the experience a lot more fun. You feel a lot more secure, I guess, um, and you can. But but more than that, the community of the um, peninsula ocean swimmers extends beyond just the. Going for going for swims, um, we've all we're always here to help each other out, and I've been on the receiving end of that help sometimes, and um, and it's very beautiful to receive that. Um, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what what happened is um, my son had an accident and um, broke um, broke lots of bones in his hand, and ultimately had to have a finger amputated, and um, the group got behind us as a family, and um, and gave us a gift which was beautiful and we went to the um, reptile park as a family it was, it was beautiful and um, this idea of community is a really lovely one because like with the big swim for Dave we were helping out someone in the community and um, and it and it also just um, it's just lovely that everyone that there's people there that, that care and um, and are there to lend a hand when you when you need it and it's, um, yeah, I like that part of the um, community aspect of uh, the, the swimming group, slowly. It's also about um, embracing the community. So lots of people who have a passion that want to, want to swim, but they're not, they're not 
confident to do that, um, they can reach out through our Facebook page or by word of mouth. And, and we're really happy just to come alongside them where they're at. It doesn't have to be, um, a, they don't have to be a fast swimmer. Um, we, can, we can help them. We can give them skills and, and confidence and and help them to to know how to be to negotiate the waves how to look for the rips how to 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 pace themselves and we stay with them we take a rescue tube out with us because um you know you never never know you're going to need it until you actually do um we wear the high-vis caps and things like that too so we we put as many strategies in place to help ourselves and look after ourselves but also to um to help people that are new and you're new so how have you found that yeah, so my name's Matt. Hi, it's good to be here. And yeah, I feel very, very lucky to have come across this group through a friend who introduced me to it. Yeah, I'm probably member number 96 or 97, hearing that you're now up to 100. So I joined the group just at the start of, of COVID hitting in probably back in early March. And it's lovely, really lovely to be welcomed into a community, even though I've probably only swum with the group seven or eight times um, just being a part of the whatsapp group and seeing what's happening feeling like moving to a new area already knowing that there's people that you feel like you know in the area is really lovely and from a swimming aspect feeling i've done a lot of surfing in the past but not a lot of swimming so not being very comfortable with the deep water swimming it's been lovely to know that there is someone there with a with the um the floating What's that called? The rescue tube. <laughs> the rescue tube. <laughs> you can see I'm a novice swimmer. Um, lovely to know that there's someone there with the rescue tube. There's someone there sort of keeping an eye on you. And Yeah, it's a real uh, – I felt this morning swim was – getting very easy now so i think i'm almost ready to go to the far can (laughs) (laughs) can i just jump in on that community aspect as well uh i think you know there's there's lots of research now that says that you know that that men are very poor at at forming friendships especially in in midlife um and you know the the tendency for wives to become the social directors of you know of their husbands and so I think, you know, the community that, you know, groups like this form are a great way for men to actually engage with other men, uh, uh, you know, in a way that's sort of, you know, very healthy and, you know, potentially, you know, outside of their, you know, existing sort of family social networks. We have lots of girls too. But that, Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that is one of the other great things about open water swimming. It's sort of, you know, it's very sort of, you know, balanced between the sexes and we've got lots of women here and you know lots you know we've got single mums for example looking for sort of connection in in lives which can in some way be lonely and so it's great for a whole bunch of different types of people uh, in the group and actually it's interesting to reflect on the way that social media has actually actually enables these sorts of Mm. connections not just in the local community but one of the things that struck me in the last summer was that having a Facebook presence for this group means we get these swim tourists. Yeah. So we've got yeah. people on our WhatsApp group from Melbourne. We've got a guy, uh, Bruce, in our uh, WhatsApp group group from Perth. Um, <laughs> and these guys, they come to your minor for holidays or to visit family and and they Google, you know, who can I swim with? Uh, and and they become part of the community for a short little while as, um, as swim tourists. We had a lady from Brisbane the other day. So we've got Brisbane, Perth, Melbourne now. We actually had a lady over the summer from Alice Springs. You know, where are you from? You know, Alice Springs. Like, how's the ocean there? You know, so uh, and they yeah. remain part of the community, even though they're not here physically. They're part of the social community, which is also kind of yeah. nice to yeah touch base with them once in a while. The ocean swimming 
group search on on the Oceanfit website. It's yeah. one of the most popular parts of the website, but it actually spiked in the in this COVID period because people were actually searching for mm. community. They were searching for uh, fitness and nature and, mm. and all these types of things. So it's good to know that it's actually transferred to real people, meeting yeah. real people at real yeah. beaches, That's yeah. right. going for real swims. Yeah. Well, the, the whole pandemic experience has been really interesting from a group perspective because we've had people sort of not having to commute to work. And, of course, there are lots of people on the central coast who commute to Sydney. And so people like that had a lot more time on their hands in the mornings. Mm. Uh, and not a, you know, and they may well, you know, because they've been working from home and, uh, and lo- lots of people in the group have been impacted with, with job losses, so they had even more time on their hands. And people were kicked out of pools, of course. And so, and so with all of these factors coming into play, the, you know, the, the number of people sort of wanting to swim at the beaches was phenomenal. And, you know, we had our winter solstice swim just gone, a, you know, a couple of months ago or maybe a month ago. We had 28 swimmers, you know, getting in the water on that day, which is, that was a, an all-time record. And we set it in the middle of winter. <laughs> That's amazing. What does ocean swimming mean to you guys? What draws you in? What makes you come back and swim after swim? when it's cold or when it's nice like what's the what's the draw well these guys will give an answer i'm sure but for me for me it's the combination of things andre it's it's and and there's something magic about that combination so it's the it's absolutely the beauty of the natural environment you know the you know the the ocean and all its different moods and the beautiful bushland we have around here Uh, and then you couple that with the sort of the the feel-good effect of of exercise you know, and that what that does for you, um, and then I think there's the sort of the, there's the edginess of it, you know, like especially when the when the surfs up, and that edginess combined with the camaraderie of actually doing it with other people and looking out for each other, and of course the community aspect we've touched on as well over a coffee afterwards, and so for me it's all of those things put together. I suppose one more thing would be that the sort of the the get away from it all aspect like when you're swimming out through the break you're not thinking about that that work project that's due you're not thinking about your email you're not thinking about your boss and that's a really healthy thing for your mind yeah I think for me as a woman too it's a challenge so I I first ocean swam at 2015 Uh, I challenged myself to do a one kilometer swim for ovarian cancer for my son's stepmom um, and I, it was a big challenge, a huge thing for me to actually go and do. But once I did it, I was hooked. It was just amazing to, to challenge yourself to be out there. You, you have to control your breath. It's, I'd say, 70% mental and 30% um, physical. I'm probably the biggest plotter in the, the group, probably the oldest. I think maybe, oh, not quite maybe now, but the oldest woman definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, it, it's just it's the challenge of challenging myself to, to go out and swim. Winter swimming is just awesome. I just, I'm really missing it so I can't swim at the moment. But um, it's, it's something that you feel healthy and alive afterwards. You go in with, you know, tiredness, aches, pains. I think it actually really helps you with anything that's you know aching and paining arthritis whatever you come out and you feel about you know 
10 years younger and probably 10 pounds lighter as well too. So, yeah, it's, it's a really amazing experience um, to do as a woman um, where we don't traditionally go and do those sorts of things. It's more been the, the male field, but that's changed now. You know, we can get out there, we can do this. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love when other women come along too that are not sure and I love coming alongside them and, and supporting them. It's an amazing experience. One of the uh, themes I've had through all these chats is that people just can't believe they didn't do this years ago. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> is that a feeling you have? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. So what I was didn't, I doing? I didn't know I had it in me, so. <laughs> well, that, that's right. I didn't know. I didn't think I could do it, yeah. Like, I mean, I've, like, I've been, only been doing this for, you know, for four years. I'm almost 50. Like, what were they doing with all those other years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's incredible to think that. I mean, the ocean was always there. The opportunity was always there. It's just for whatever reason you didn't think of it and now it's now it's a huge part of your life and I think all the groups like Ocean Fit and, and the other groups that are they're out there now we've got a much bigger presence and people are understanding that it's doable and achievable as well too and you can do it in your local community at your local beach with your local swim group yeah and I love that it's such a simple sport you really don't need a lot of equipment you don't need any equipment really it doesn't <laughs> cost goggles, anything there are goggles and a cap yeah it doesn't cost anything and it's easy to prepare for and it's easy to pack up from. It's not like many other sports where you need you know, expensive equipment or it takes a lot of time to get set up for and pack up from. So, yeah, it's an easy sport as well. Yeah. It's also a great leveller. Everyone's yeah. – doesn't matter where you are from, what your job is, what your background is, yeah. whether you're a plotter mm. uh, or one of the speedsters, everyone's in it together. Are there any characters in your squad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but do we, we don't can we, can we talk about them when they're not here? <laughs> don't, if, they're not here. if you don't Tough. mention their name, we can play like guest person when everyone listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's play that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we definitely do have a few characters in the group and, um, and that's what makes it so much fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna point anyone out. <laughs> <laughs> what about fishing stories? You know those stories that have uh, where you've gone for a swim and something great's happened, but then over the few coffees, it's grown into a, a legend. Well, I think. Paul, you've got the shark story, haven't you? <laughs> oh, everyone has the shark story. It's got to be a shark story in every group. Um. I think uh, well, always with swimming. I think there are there are there are memor- there are mem- there are swims which are more memorable than others. Um, so, I mean, certainly, sort of you know, seeing a fin come out of the water is sort of is, is one <laughs> of those one of those memorable things. Uh, you know that you know um, the, the thing that struck me about that swim, you know, swimming through a really messy choppy ocean, was just seeing the speed at which this fin was moving. You know, it really left you with the impression that wow, like. You know, you wouldn't bother trying to outswim something like that because it was just like a speedboat. You know, wow. um, so I mean that that was a memorable day. Um, I, I have to jump in though because we have protocol. If we see something unusual in the water, we gather together. But on this particular day, it was all males out there. And when, the, <laughs> when the fin appeared, it was every man for himself back to the beach as fast as they could get. So I think I actually made us all swim in unison for a little bit. After that, we had some practice runs. <laughs> So yeah. Well, Louise, you you pretty much sum up the uh, the water safety environment when it comes to sexes because males are 
well, 80% of the drowning stats. Mm. Definitely more wow. risky. Yeah. Females, definitely a uh, little bit more hesitant, take less risks. Yeah. 75% of Oceanfoot's clients are females. 75%? Yeah, because wow. they want to obviously learn a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I, I can identify with that, Andre. One of the memorable swims that I've done, it was a, and it sort of touches on something which I think you're passionate about, which is the mental aspect of ocean swimming. Um, but this was a big day, and I wasn't sure I was going to swim, but I came down and I had a look at it, and I thought, yeah, I can do that. And there was a lady, one of the, actually the lady that um, swims with us from Melbourne. She's not a bad swimmer, and she took a look at it, and she said, nah, not going to do that. And I knew that she could have done it, but her head wasn't in that swim. And then another mate of ours came down, and he's not the world's best swimmer, um, but like he's a bloke, right? So he's gung-ho, and he took a look at it, and he said, yeah, I'm up for that. And I sort of, you know, mentally I was holding my head in my hands thinking, oh, no, what's what's coming here and you know it wasn't a great swimming experience for him we were out the back in a rip you know a few hundred meters offshore like in no time and we were really out amongst it and getting in wasn't 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 a pleasant experience and so mm. there you go there's a mental aspect and yeah. and men often mentally yeah. overrate themselves yeah, it was yeah. a good thing we had the tube that day right <laughs> <laughs> So if we lighten things up a little bit, you're the Peninsula Ocean Swimmers, that's your group. It's a nice generic name. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of those around. But if you had to design your own cozies, maybe a logo, what do you think your your logo would look like? What would your cozies look like? Have to have some sort of uh, coffee cup on there. Or <laughs> <laughs> Co- yeah. Coffee and swimming seems to go hand in hand with this group. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're Peninsula Ocean Swimmers, which is POS, POS, there's possibilities, and we're positive people, and there's lots of aspects with that. But we just need a, a really creative logo person to uh, design that one for us. So, Lion Island's a big part of the swim to me because yeah. we sort of swim towards Lion Island. Um, being the newcomer, I probably shouldn't have an opinion on this, but maybe a big lion on the front Fresh, or something. Maybe good. a big lion on the front yeah. of the swimming costume. I've, yeah. seen, some, I've seen some great colors. swimming lions before. If you ever yes. Google swimming like lion. swimming lion, there's oh, some really? amazing pictures of them underwater <laughs> with the big claws out and stuff. Yeah, we could, we could have lion or leopard print or whatever. No, it had to be lion print. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, we're not the Lion <laughs> Island Swimming Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lion print. Mm. The Lion Island Swimming Club wouldn't have many members. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wetsuits or no wetsuits? Mixture. <laughs> who's, who's, who's in the raw at the moment? Oh, well, no. I mean, yeah, as a, as a group, we've, we've always had people that are sort of hardcore, no, I'm not going to wear a wetsuit and I can... Matt I can, Bradley. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> actually, Matt Bradley doesn't... Matt Bradley is a Speedos only guy. He doesn't even wear goggles. Like, he's a... And he's... So, yeah, he's a, a purist. Pure yeah, he's yeah. a raw swimmer. Um, uh, and so, we've, yeah, so we've got people that won't wear a wetsuit ever. You know, we've got people like me that, you know, I'll occasionally indulge in a, you know, a, a cool winter swim without it. But if the surf's up, I prefer the, the extra endurance I get yeah. in a wetsuit. You know, that's a safety thing yeah. for me. What about you guys? I think I made it through till what, to the winter solstice, I think, and then I started wearing the wetsuit. <laughs> So, yeah. What about long swims or short swims? Uh, we do a bit of a mixture. We, we actually sometimes swim to Pearl Beach or we'll walk around the headland to Pearl Beach and swim back. And that's that's a stunning, absolutely stunning um, swim. So sometimes we'll do that. But generally, what's happening at the moment for the, for the swims? 
Well, I always um, try and gauge the um, the mood of the group, but um, typically I'm keen for a bit more than everyone else. And uh, but I also do need a little bit of extra motivation sometimes. But mm. definitely do like to stretch the arms out and go a bit of extra distance. And I, I think that's one of the nice things of about the group that we do have. We do have people that can you know knock out a three or a four k. And we've got some people that are, you know, much more comfortable sub-K, and for them that's a great ocean swimming fix. Uh, but the fact that we can sort of go out together as a group and then we can sort of mix it up and, and choose to split into a short course and a long course group, and so we still have this sort of sense of group and community, but people are still getting sort of the distances which, you know, make them feel content. That's a good thing. Yeah, We might set up a, a day or a special occasion like... Um, middle of um, COVID, which we probably shouldn't have done. We we did a longer swim on Anzac Day. It was a lovely swim, glorious swim. We started down at Kitty's Corner, went all the way up to the uh, the point at Edelong and then all the way back. And so I think that would have been like a four and a half K swim, something like that. And um, glorious swim, beautiful. Couple more quick answers. Pool swims now or only open water? Only open water for me. It's hard to get into a pool and get confined um, after you've been in the ocean. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Look, Andre, yeah. I know you're passionate about the pool as <coughs> something which you need to be, a, you know, a good swimmer. I feel like you've re- been researching me. Haven't you? <laughs> well, I've done one ocean fit with you, and um, yeah, and I've, I've enjoyed your blog over over a while, but. Um, I just can't do the pool. I did the pool three times this last week with the East Coast Low because the ocean was too crazy. Uh, but other than that, I find it hard to bring myself to the pool because the open water is so good. Yeah. So do we ease into the water or you just throw yourself in and get over and done with? Jeremy throws himself in. Get, get, he's, he's our rocket. Yeah. Um, quite a few of us will go and if you've got wetsuit on, you just wait till the water gets to different parts of the wetsuit and, and then you make the plunge. You know, I've got to do this now. Um, sometimes we'll double cap in winter because it's surprising. It's actually about three degrees cooler here than it would be at um, Terrigal or Manly. So I'm not sure whether that's because of the, the shallowness or something like that. But it, it actually can. We got down to, what, 14.8, I think, one winter, last winter, I think it was. So, But apparently quite a bit warmer than Eden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, guys, it's been great to chat. Awesome stories. It's fantastic that the group that you've been able to create here and the community you've created along with it. Thanks for taking me for a swim this morning. And if someone wants to join the group, how do they get in touch? Peninsula Ocean Swimmers on Facebook is the best first point of call. Um, Because we organise, we have a Sunday morning swim at 7.15, but every other swim um, can be a little bit flexibly organised by WhatsApp. Um, And you can actually just create your own swim you put it up on whatsapp and say who wants to go for a swim at sunday afternoon at 3 p.m or whatever so um the best way is to actually send us a message through facebook and then we'll get in contact with you and then if you can to come down and try we can put you on the whatsapp uh, it's a bit of a chatty whatsapp as well too lots of conversations happening yeah so that's why we don't actually put every swim up on facebook because we are a chatty group um and it just keeps it a little less cluttered um and also too we don't want to scare people off when you hear some of the antics that go on but it's always with safety in mind so yeah you're not so, going to get those antics in this podcast but you if you get into the whatsapp group you get you get the full, it's, it's, you get the full story <laughs> before we wrap it all up andre um 
you did we did just touch on safety and i think we do have to mention louise's book annie and the waves do you want to tell us a little bit about that louise uh yeah well anytime i get an opportunity to talk about, about drowning prevention yeah i'm totally up for that so um i'm a surf lifesaver and i've worked with surf life in new south wales and presented the beach to push broke bush program four times and from that experience I realised that there's an opportunity to use children's literature to help prevent drowning by bringing in information that people can trust in a story format into a child's home you can actually help to embed those safety messages because kids between the ages of two and eight I think their synapses they're learning, learning more than any adult will ever do at that period of time so if you can embed those safety messages in um, it's awesome. So, and in the ways, it, it's a children's story first and foremost. It, it's to entertain and engage kids. It's not not a, a resource to, you know, flog surf safety information in. But it just helps the kids to follow along the story of a child that comes to the beach for a holiday for the first time. She's learnt some safety messages, um, and then she actually learns to overcome her fear of the sea, which is I'm passionate about that one as well too. Um, but she, then she gets into trouble, but she knows what to do, and it's a great outcome. So the book's called Annie in the Waves and um, it's endorsed by Surf Life Saving Australia who reviewed every aspect of it. So, yeah. And um, we had a couple of the ocean swimmers involved, myself, in, yeah. in getting the audio book version in, out in the world. And Jane Germain yeah. wrote a beautiful song and I can send you this. It would be great to include a little bit of it in your podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's one of those catchy songs that will just get stuck in your head and it's uh, really quite beautiful. Our bags are packed, there's lots to bring, Mum's knocking on the door. Come on, kids, grab your things, we're going to the shore. one of the things about this community like we're not just a community for ocean swimming you know it's it's jeremy with his sound technician skills jane with her musician skills and myself with my writing skills when we've come together um and produced it so if you want to the audio is free it's on youtube um annie in the waves audio book just go and have a listen to it rmk studios down in uh, north sydney also came on board and everybody donated their time and effort as well too so yeah it's it's a great community this ocean swimming community you know we're, we're passionate about what we do but we're also passionate about the safety aspect too louise i love the part in the book where uh, annie has had some trouble in the water she's been rescued by the lifesaver and for the most part that would be enough to shock people and for the children not to want to go back into the ocean but you specifically wrote into it the fact that she asks to go back in and her dad takes her back into the water and I share that passion of yours for reducing the fear and making sure that the ocean isn't a place to be scared of even if things do go wrong yeah so I think that's just fantastic that you because it would have been quite easy just to go well you know Annie got rescued they packed up the car and went home but she got a lesson 
and she went back in and enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a very important aspect to, to bring the to take her through a fear of the ocean, take her through enabling her to call for help and to get rescued, but to put her straight back in that ocean because um, it's it's the best place to be. And that's the perfect way to finish. The ocean is the best place to be, whether you're a, a child experiencing the ocean for the first time or an adult wishing they had been ocean swimming since they were a child. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Andre. Andre. Thank you.